for nothing. Got 20 shot left up in the K. Thought I shot the whole thing. Go not to tuck up out he back like he working for apples. I did pull a six up in the sprite. I pull eight in the snapper. If I catch it, I bow by myself. I'm a spraying without a smoke back to back in the out. And we got the Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Half the Distance to the Goal. Last show of the season. Last call for alcohol, baby. Joining us again, because he did so great last week, is Jake McVeigh. What's going on, Jake? How are we doing? It's an honor. It's an honor. Well, what you did for the show is an honor, and we're hoping that you can do it again just one more time. And with me, as always, it's my co-host, Brett Gall. What's up, Brett? What up? What up? Looking forward to talking about these uh, these games this past weekend the games this past weekend were good um very entertaining for the most part you know the i'm about to say the last the last two on saturday they were they were phenomenal from start to finish and it definitely didn't let us down and you know who also did not let us down nominal coastal barbecue piping hot pig of the week for the bowl week last week chapel hill plus 13 and a half against oregon almost got it done on the field but just too bad the tar babies did not win but they did cover for us so that is one in oh Next up, the leader in the clubhouse, Jake McVeigh, on a heater, seven and two. Started out five and zero oh and still finished pretty damn strong, if you ask me. His seven wins: Florida State, Oklahoma, over sixty-five and a hook. I think that hit is sixty-seven, but a win is a win. Washington plus three and a half, getting it done on the field. Tennessee plus four and a half, getting it done on the field. Ohio laying one and a half, also getting it done on the field and covering. Bama. Started out a little shaky against Kansas State, but Bryce Young showed up, made himself some money. They blew out the six-and-a-half-point lay that they had. Michigan did not – or, excuse me, the other two wins, Ohio State plus six-and-a-half. The Buckeyes did cover, although they did not get it done on the field. And the Mississippi State Bulldogs, Michael Leach smiling from up above us. What a way to end that game. Uh, they did cover one point. So seven wins. Uh, Jake, go ahead and give us a rundown on how you felt about those. I mean, watching them, and we were obviously had a little group chat. I was pretty pumped up. Um, you know, the bookie, he wasn't too happy with me this this week. But um, all said, I mean, I still had I still had OSU that big um, future on it uh, for them to win outright and for the Natty Championship. So that hurt a little bit. Um, you know, USC. Did you guys watch the end of that game? Not to get uh, too far into it, but yeah, the uh, I, mean, yeah. I, I saw the I saw the the pass, the touchdown pass or whatever at the end. Oh my gosh! I mean, Lincoln Riley, he's I don't know. He, I think he's just cursed <laughs> in bowl games. Honestly, I mean, their defense is just terrible. I mean, they did the same thing to Utah. I mean, not to get too far into it, but um, I don't know. Felt like I should still be eight and one. Um, you know, the Trojans, they let me down a little bit, but um, you know, that being said, seven and two, I'll take that any week. So uh pretty ecstatic about that. Absolutely. Seven wins already been read and two losses to region. Short list. Michigan laying seven and a hook. Did not get it done against TCU. And um, we talked about Southern Cal. They did not make it through. Michigan TCU, we'll circle back there after we finish reading off the records. Um, next up, myself. I was five and three. Pretty decent. I did feel good about this card. Definitely feel like I was let down by a couple, but my five wins. Tennessee plus four and a half. Bama land six and a half. TCU plus seven and a hook. Mississippi State land one. And then Tulane USC over 62. 
as Jake said, there was no defense played at all in that game by either team from quarter one to, to the end of the game. Um, so, yeah, that over that game played in the 90s, I think. So, yeah, the over there, very good read. Um, I really like that TCU play. Clemson, I mean, was DJ actually the problem? Yeah, I think I think he played decent this year, but even like Cade, he he looked like a freshman. Um, like definitely um against Tennessee. Uh, what else did we have? Mississippi State already hit on Michael Leach smiling from up above. TCU plus seven and a hook. I really like the frogs in, like I said, going into that game, six and a half and under. I was probably gonna take Michigan. Anything over seven, probably going to take TCU. They got it done on the field. They played damn near perfect. I mean, two pick sixes definitely helped them win the game. I think Michigan left 21 points on the one-yard line, which we can discuss further. So maybe a little bit of luck there. Um, but, you know, a win is a win. And let me read you three losses. The team I am most disappointed in because I feel like their head coach did not try to win the game, the NC State Wolfpack. Dave Dorn ended up trying to start the fourth stringer instead of the second man on the depth chart, and I really don't think he was trying to win that game. Uh, Georgia did not cover six in a hook, and Utah, they looked awful against Penn State. And with Cam Rising, he went out. He didn't even re-enter the game, I don't think, right, when they were down 14. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't think. I mean, his numbers were terrible. He was like, what, nine for twenty-one or something like that at that point. Anyway, like, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was they were playing well anyway. And then another, listen, I mean, another high expectation year for Dave Dorn, and then another disappointing. And listen, I get he had the injuries and everything like that, but even with Leary in there at the beginning of that year, I mean, the offense was still awful. I mean, that that defense carried. That team that whole year. It was probably the best defense in the country. I mean, they're the only team. I mean, yeah. Give if, up. if you had if you had an average offense to probably go with that, like who knows what the record could have been, but yeah, probably ACC championship game. But oh, NC yeah. State was the only college football team that didn't give up over 30 points a game to any opponent. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, I mean, I completely agree. That defense yeah. was legit. It's just the offense was not good this year. And then Brett, we will go to you. You a little bit of a down week. We, we don't. What do you mean a little bit? It, it's. I don't think I've been above average the past <laughs> six weeks. <laughs> well, hey, hey, I'm not, not not trying to put you in the ground, but Brett, you were three and five. Your three wins: Bama, Mississippi State, Tulane, USC over. Your five losses: Florida State did not cover nine and a half. Oklahoma hung in there tight. Uh, Clemson did. didn't come close against Tennessee. Uh, Michigan already hit on that. Georgia did not cover. You lost two both late Saturday games, and then Utah did not get it done in the Rose Bowl. Dude, let's talk about Penn State. They actually decided to show up for a football game. Yeah, Clifford. I was kind of surprised, too, because I always like that backup, Alder. Yeah. Uh, he's from Medina, close to Cleveland up here. But, yeah, he was like Mr. Ohio. Um, that dude's a stud. They give him, like – Comparing him to like basically Josh Allen up here, basically, which I know are huge high prices. But wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the dude's a, I mean, his, he's built like him almost, like his size and everything like that. Not as like thick yet, but, um, but yeah, I mean, he being Mr. Ohio, um, everyone up here was thinking that he should have been the starter all year. But I mean, yeah, Clifford, I mean, he, they balled out um, under him with him at the helm. So um, yeah, I mean, good to see. Penn State, you know, good for the Big Ten, um, being up here in Big Ten country. So uh, that was cool to see. But, um, you know, the Rose Bowl, that's always one of my favorite 
bowl games to watch, a granddaddy of all. So, uh, you know, that was that was good to see Penn State get that win and pull it out. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I was kind of shocked about it, to be honest, because, mm-hmm. I mean, besides Michigan and Ohio State, I thought the Big Ten was kind of weak the whole year. I mean, so – they can uh they can have that win everything and then they have a tough game the first game of the year next year. Yeah, and overall West, I mean, West Virginia comes to town. Oh man, watch out. Yeah. West Virginia's so, yeah. in the Happy Valley. I, I might yeah, we go to Happy Valley first game of the year. I might be wearing a paper bag by that point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I really want to go to that game, but I just I don't know. Don't I've always wanted to go to a game there, especially wide out. That's on my bucket list. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Yeah, so, so let's hop into these records going into one more game. Uh, leader in the clubhouse, I guess, is either myself or Nolan O'Colsa Barbecue, but we'll give it to the sponsor. They are 9-8 and eight overall for the season. Started off hot, hit a little streak, but they're coming up again. Myself, I am one game up. I am 58-57, and 57, looking to end in the green. This season, uh, Jake did the damn thing last week. Went 7-2, and two, got the guests back to 38-38 and 38 overall. Probably the two best pickers, guest pickers this season are probably three. Jake's definitely the best. After that, Chris Collins. He came on, had two positive weeks, and I think Ferlano had a pretty uh like decent week, like plus two or plus three. So thank you for to you three for you know carrying the show and thank you to all our guests who have joined us. And then Brad, sorry, but you are in last place in the foursome. You are 33 and 46 uh, overall. I, I killed the syndicate too. The syndicate would have been okay if I didn't I wasn't <laughs> on the show. I mean, like I was saying in the in the group chat, I might just come on as the exec producer next year. We can have somebody. I mean, like Trevor said, you can start fading me. You're going to win some good money. Well, we'll be glad to have you in any capacity, but, you know, it's always next season. So, big game this week. TCU, Georgia. You know, hey, there's only one place to go, not a lot of places to hide. Well, I guess you can't hide the tailgaters at SoFi Stadium because no tailgating would be allowed. And that is the first play from now on Coastal Barbecue. <laughs> Thank you for being with us all season. Under on the fun due to the lack of tailgating in California. That's a damn shame. It sucks. It's stupid. I hope they have a lot of bars around to support all the drinkers and like TCU and Georgia fans and college football and, and booze. It's like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, I'm tailing that play as well. <laughs> yeah. We're all going to take the under on the yeah, Can we all take the – can we all give ourselves a win for that one? Does that yeah. count? I, I, don't know. I may grandfather that into the show, uh, but I love it. But, all right, um, let's go ahead and break down this game. Uh, Jake, you got the honors. Um, would you like from TCU – what do you like from Georgia? Uh, what do you see being the deciding factor in the game? And then we'll go ahead and get into actual locks. Yeah, I mean, t- starting with TCU, I got to give praise to their defense. Um, you know, you kind of alluded to it already with their defense, you know, bending, not breaking, you know, those big goal line stands, turnovers, for that matter. I'm not sure really what the running back for Michigan was doing. He didn't even – wasn't trying to receive the handoff at the goal line there. He just – it just kind of hit his shoulder pads and fell in the lap of the TCU um, defender there. But, I mean, I got to I gotta start off with giving praise to TCU. Sonny, you know, his first year there. Max Duggan as well. Um, you know, that dude's just a competitor. Uh, I kind of touched on that last week as well, you know, going through all the ups and downs, 
the heart surgery, you know, the I mean, he wasn't even supposed to be starting this year at quarterback. No. Nope. Uh, so I'm going to ride with TCU um, with the points. What's it at? Is this at 13 or 13 and a half? I can get to 13. Um, you know, I got to because I was shocked um, seeing that game. I'm sure. I don't know. If I, you weren't there yet. I don't think at Cadence yet when you were when that game was going on, but I was just in disbelief. And, um, I mean, I'm happy for him. Don't get me wrong, but I think I'm going to go my first play, TCU getting the points. Love it. All right, Brett, what's your take there? I I really don't know what side to be on for this one. I mean, it's it's tough. You know, I, I was impressed with I, – I was curious about George, the – I guess we can talk. So, the, I don't know. TCU – I mean, I was impressed. I'm, my mind's all over the place with this game because I know a lot of discredit is because of the uh, the play that was originally called touchdown then wasn't called touchdown after review, but a lot of people still thought it was a touchdown. I mean, besides that, though, I think I think the moral of the story is I think TCU outplayed them the whole game, to be honest. I thought – and, I mean, Duggan – the thing about Duggan is Duggan really even had that great a game. His numbers – were not that great at all. I mean, I don't even think he was 50% passing for the game, but I was impressed with their defense. Like Jake said, I thought, honestly, they controlled the line of scrimmage, and I think that's what we were expecting from Michigan kind of going into the game. So I, I'm, just, I'm just glad they got the win. I think after seeing Georgia's defense, I, I thought that they would be able to handle Ohio State a little more but Stroud threw all over them. And so I think with uh, Quentin Johnson, um, they're at wide receiver. If Duggan can throw all over them, I mean, I I think I'm going to go with Jake here. I think I'm going to I'm going to take TC plus the 13. I feel like I'm going to jinx them because I think I've kind of gone against TCU kind of this whole year. And, I mean, I honestly would rather see TCU kind of win this game. But I don't know. It – it's it's kind of back and forth for me on this one. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. So the syndicate is all on TCU plus 13. I just think it's too many points, and TCU is too hot right now. Uh, and like you said, Max and Duggan didn't have a fantastic stat line. Didn't like the world on fire, but it's like every time they needed a play, they got it. You know, it's like they, they, down. They, that, like, that was a wild thing. It's it was like just when Michigan, what what was it? They pulled it in what 38-35. Yep. Then Duggan goes to a Quinn Johnson. He makes that like little move on the sideline and then he's gone. So yep, six. Yeah, they, they just it was I mean it was it was disgusting. So I I don't know. But it, they they need a Miller though at running back. I do hope that he uh is gonna be able to play because I know he's questionable, but Dean Mercado still done pretty nicely for him yeah. after his injury. Yeah, they definitely need him back. And one thing that amazed me was TCU didn't really get pushed around like I thought Michigan would up front. You know, I kind of thought yeah. their their second level and the secondary would, like, hold up. But even, like, on the line of scrimmage, TCU weren't afraid of those boys. And uh, Michigan was playing with the mean streak in them, too. <laughs> it's just, you know, yeah, a couple of six, yeah, yeah. six by J.J. And um, it's 
like ball the other way six, ball the other way six, and found themselves down in a hole early, and they tried to dig out. Um, they just couldn't. So I am also on TCU plus 13, just saying it's too many points for a team that's too hot. And just to see Max, like, ice cold, make every play that they needed to, I definitely think they can do it again after we saw what Ohio State did. And, Jake, to give credit to your boys, I think, although they lost, I think that is the best game that Ohio State played all year long. thousand percent. Yeah, I mean, Stroud, that, I, I knew that he was going to have to play out of his shoes, play the best game of his Ohio State career, you know, to get the win. But, I mean, he, he did carve him up. Yeah, his stat line, it was, it was through the roof. I think he was, like, damn near, like, 500 passing yards and then four touchdown passes, you know. So, um, I still think that back <laughs> – that hit in the back of the end zone, I guess my boy Marvin Harrison Jr. was – oof. Do you think but, it was yeah. – see, I didn't think it was targeting, Marcus. What did you think? I didn't I think, think it was think... targeting. I thought it was a football play. I think by the rule book, and again, I'm not a big targeting person, but I think by the rule book, you could have called it targeting. Just seeing yeah. such a player of that magnitude who was getting everything he wanted yeah. to go down yeah. that early, I mean, it, it sucks. I, I just wish I we got a matchup all game. Exactly. Yeah, and I'm obviously being biased, but yeah. No, that yeah, was... I mean, I, I think if he doesn't get hurt at the uh, – I mean – because he didn't play what the whole fourth quarter, right? So I don't. I think if he doesn't get hurt, they probably win that game. I did think, I did think it was targeting at the end of the Michigan TCU game, though, which I'm surprised they didn't call that. I thought that was 100 percent targeting. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, so do you guys think TCU can win outright here? I mean, if they watch that game film, see what they kind of did, see watch all the teams that you know had success in the air against Georgia. I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, I, I think besides you know, Marvin Harrison, I think, I think Quinn Johnson's probably the, one of the probably second best wide receiver. Yeah. yeah. It, it's besides, just so hard to play two perfect games in a row. Like, yeah. You truly did play just as close to a perfect game as you can. It's hard to do that twice, but Georgia did look vulnerable. I'm not counting them out, but like, I think we all are. We're going to take all the points we can get. Right. Yeah, and a lot of things did go their way, too. So, I mean, it'd be tough to say, but, I mean, everyone's been counting them out all year, I guess, you know. So, I guess they kind of like that bulletin board material. So, we'll see. I'm excited for it, even though I didn't get the Big Ten matchup I wanted. So, I'll definitely still be. I mean, that, that I was really hoping the field goal would be a lot closer than it was. I know, dude. I mean, he, he wasn't even close. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I mean, he, yeah. he definitely had a rough start going into 2023 because, I mean, the crazy thing was is that kick was like at, what, midnight, right on the dot. Oh, man. It wasn't so even that, – That was kind of the wild thing. But Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was kind of aggravating too because Jake and I were at the same Christmas party and I had like my wife yelling upstairs for watching on the projector and she's like, hey, like come downstairs. I want my kiss. I want my kiss. And I'm like, get out of the game. I'm coming. Get <laughs> So then I ended up walking down the stairs, giving her a kiss and running the garage with Jake. And the upstairs projector was a little ahead of the TV in the garage. But I still didn't know what happened because, like, I was walking, like, at that point. And then I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Didn't look at my phone, but, like, felt it vibrating, like, getting texts. And he's like, do you know what happened? I'm like, I have no clue, like, what happened. He's like, does he make it? I mean, I would have I would have bet a lot of money that he made that kick. I, I um, thought I thought for sure he would he was gonna make it to be honest. And I think I think the looking back at it, I wonder if Ryan Day regrets because when they got down there, there was still what, probably twenty seconds left or something like that. I, I don't remember the time, but you could have definitely ran some plays to kind of get more yards. I think he had the timeout or two, didn't he, as well? 
or I don't recall. I don't. I don't remember if he had a timeout or not. But they, they definitely got down there because he uses legs a lot. I mean, honestly, Stroud made a lot of money that night. I mean, he's going to be a top quarterback taken anyway. But yeah, I, I don't know. I wonder if Ryan Day regrets not trying to get more yardage because they just started going to a conservative role and just run the ball. But yeah, I mean, it was even close. Well. Onward and upward. Yep. And um, the last thing we got to discuss here, over, under 62 and a half seems to be the consensus number. Um, I know now I know Coastal Barbecue, they're playing the over. I am also playing the over. I just saw too much in those first two games to take the under. And also, life's too short to take the under. Let's go over. I'm with you on that. That's yep. another Yeah. <laughs> Definitely on the over as well. Brett, you on the over? Yeah, I, I mean, I thought Georgia's defense looked so vulnerable. I really did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're all either going 2-0 and or 0-2, huh? Well, I, think, yeah. I think the show is going a clean 6-0 and 0 this yeah. week. <laughs> did did, did really it worry you guys that I have the same picks as you? <laughs> no. Because no. it, it should. You mush? <laughs> No, Brett, look, it, it all goes back to the average eventually. And although it may not hit the average this season, it's going to start going in that direction. So, easy recap for the show. Syndicate, TCU plus 13. Syndicate, TCU, Georgia, over 62 and a half. I'd probably take it up to about 65 and, you know, feel pretty good about it. But, you know, with that being said, Jake, thanks for joining us two weeks in a row. Thanks for doing your job and giving locks, not leans, because we are here to give winners. You know, thank you to all of our listeners who supported us this year and even the past years, you know, foreign and abroad, domestic and international. And uh, that's all, Brett. Thank you. Can't do it without you, man. Week to week. It's been a pleasure. It's great to close another year. It's been a fun one. It has been fun, and I'm sure we'll be back sometime, maybe around the Super Bowl or March Madness. So this, we, this, we, we uh, might have, we might have to throw a little uh, basketball on in there too. I I actually haven't watched as much basketball as I usually do by this time, but let's throw Man versus Suns tonight, Marcus. Yeah, I know, dude. The Suns with Booker being like hurt, Cam Johnson not there, uh, Jay Crowder he's still not on suit up for us. I don't really know what the Suns are going to do this year. I think like. This time last month, we were the number one team in the West, and we've been turning in the wrong direction. So, yeah, I'm about to say, after Monday, I'm fully into Suns mode, college basketball, ACC boys. It's it's about to get good. March Madness is right around the corner, too, like, honestly. Yeah, January and February usually fly by. Yeah, they do. That's right. All right, fellas. Well, thanks for hopping on again. And to all our listeners, to all a good night. We will talk to you in a couple weeks. We'll see you. Thanks. Thanks.